December 21st. As we now turn our attention to the reading of the New Testament, our narrative today will be from the book of Revelation, chapter 12, verses 1 through 17. We'll read about the murderer. The child is Jesus Christ, and the woman represents Israel, who brought the Savior into the world. The dragon is Satan, who tried to keep Jesus from being born and attempted to kill him after he was born. Satan wants to rule this world, and he will not submit to the king. We'll read about the deceiver. This is a picture of the fall of Satan. He was able to deceive one-third of the angels into following him, and now he deceives the world into worshiping him. We'll also read about the accuser here in Revelation chapter 12. Satan has access to God's throne where he accuses God's people. The Lamb overcomes him because of his victory at Calvary and because of the power of the Word. We'll also read about the persecutor. The war may be over in heaven, but uh, it's getting more intense here on earth, isn't it? Satan is angry and seeks to destroy the Jews and make war with anyone who trusts the Lord. God is able to shelter His people in spite of Satan's attacks. So, be sure you're wearing the armor and trusting in the blood of Jesus. It was A.W. Tozer who wrote, I'm not afraid of the devil. Hey, the devil can handle me. He's got moves I never heard of. But he can't handle the one to whom I'm joined. He cannot handle the one to whom I'm united. He can't handle the one whose nature dwells in my nature. Greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. And now let's begin today's reading in the New Testament. December 21st, Revelation chapter 12, verses 1 through 17. Then I, John, witnessed in heaven an event of great significance. I saw a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon beneath her feet, and a crown of twelve stars on her head. She was pregnant, and she cried out in the pain of labor as she awaited her delivery. Suddenly I witnessed in heaven another significant event. I saw a large red dragon, with seven heads and ten horns, with seven crowns on his heads. His tail dragged down one-third of the stars, which he threw to the earth. He stood before the woman as she was about to give birth to her child, ready to devour the baby as soon as it was born. She gave birth to a boy who was to rule all nations with an iron rod, and the child was snatched away from the dragon and was caught up to God and to his throne. And the woman fled into the wilderness where God had prepared a place to give her care for 1,260 days. Then there was war in heaven. Michael and the angels, under his command, fought the dragon and his angels. And the dragon lost the battle and was forced out of heaven. This great dragon, the ancient serpent called the devil or Satan, the one deceiving the whole world, was thrown down to the earth with all his angels. Then I heard a loud voice shouting across the heavens, It has happened at last. The salvation and power and kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ 
for the accuser has been thrown down to earth, the one who accused our brothers and sisters before our God day and night. And they have defeated him because of the blood of the Lamb and because of their testimony. And they were not afraid to die. Rejoice, O heavens, and you who live in the heavens rejoice. But terror will come on the earth and the sea. For the devil has come down to you in great anger, and he knows that he has little time. And when the dragon realized that he had been thrown down to the earth, he pursued the woman who had given birth to the child. But she was given two wings like those of a great eagle. This allowed her to fly to a place prepared for her in the wilderness, where she would be cared for and protected from the dragon for a time, times, and half a time. Then the dragon tried to drown the woman with a flood of water that flowed from its mouth. But the earth helped her by opening its mouth and swallowing the river that gushed out of the mouth of the dragon. Then the dragon became angry at the woman, and he declared war against the rest of her children, all who keep God's commandments and confess that they belong to Jesus. This week's Bible meditation, Philippians 1.6 Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. All of these other wars are, are just battles, symptomatic of the great war. They're all a part of this great war between God and the devil, between God and his Christ and the devil and all of his fallen angels. God created man and the devil began immediately to deceive the world and the seed of God. Who's behind it? You see them on the, on the high places, worshiping their idols. You see such filth and wickedness in the children of Israel, even though they saw their fathers die under judgment. And that's what the devil's trying to, to achieve in this, our generation, where he outrules this Bible and makes it seem irrelevant. And every man interprets it the way he wants, every man in goes his own way, doing what is right in his own eyes. That's the ultimate goal of his deceptions. Revelation 12, 12, about the devil coming down full of wrath, knowing he hath but a short time. I want you to notice that there's a woman mentioned. The serpent cast out of his mouth water as a flood after the woman, that he might cause her to be carried away of the flood. I believe that woman is the bride of Christ. And the dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of God and the testimonies of Jesus Christ. This woman, it, I believe, represents the bride of Jesus Christ, the true believer, the overcomer. And the Bible said it's going to be but a remnant of, the, of what is called Christianity. There will be just a remnant. And what we're seeing happening now is Satan's one last ditch stand. He said out of his mouth is going to come a flood against that woman in an attempt to carry her away, away from Christ. He's going to call an abounding, in other words, a flood of iniquity. He's going to throw 
He's, he's already got the wicked crowd. He already has Babylon. He has Assyria. He, he, has, he has all of these false religions, multitudes still under his power. He doesn't need to deceive those who've already been deceived. This war is about Christ. The war is not between you and me and the devil. No, it's the Christ in me. It's the Christ in you he's after. He's going to try to flood you, that it will come at you through your eyes, through your ears, through, through every kind of deception, through the media. He's going to do everything in his power to deceive you. Talk about a flood. Listen, a flood of pornography on the internet. The most vile, wicked, violent movies in the history of mankind. Folks, you have no idea what's happening to our, our children, 8, 9, 10 years of age, that are stumbling on the internet into pornography. You see, he's creating this atmosphere to try to get to the very elect, the chosen of God, to corrupt the minds, to, to take these pictures of the mind so that God... And the love and the purity of Jesus Christ is diminished and all of this filth comes in. He's raised up a homosexual militancy such as we've never seen. He's placing his priest in the church. Where else could that come but the mouth of Satan? Folks, it's the flood out of the mouth of the devil. He said after the woman to carry her away. A flood of promiscuous laws that would cast the Bible out of our society and the very name of God. Where else could that come but the mouth of Satan? Homosexual marriages will soon be legalized. Marijuana is going to be legalized. Now we have the devil flooding our society with drugs. And now drunkenness among 13, 14 year old kids. And thousands and thousands now on our college campuses getting drunk. Take over the media, the devil says. Take over the fashion world. It's not just belly buttons. Folks, it's nudity. It's the devil himself glorifying sensuality. So that every Christian man, every Christian woman, try, he's trying to seduce and deceive through nakedness and sensuality. Tell me that isn't the flood right out of Satan's hell out of the mouth of Satan. Where else could that come but the mouth of Satan? Grade schools now, this next September is being introduced, new classes on how to live the homosexual lifestyle, grade school. In other words, how to become a homosexual and how to live the homosexual lifestyle. If that isn't out of the mouth of Satan, what would be? Where else could that come but the mouth of Satan? But if you think the devil's been winning, just wait. So what is the Lord going to do? God said, I'm going to end this thing. I'm going to end this battle. In an hour when the beast and the Antichrist spirit is speaking great blasphemy against his name, in the hour when Satan seems to have overcome and defeated all that's holy and righteous, in an air, in a time when mockers and scoffers mock the day of his coming, in an hour of praise of madness, when sins are mounting to the heaven, suddenly the Lion of Judah is going to come. And the armies which were in heaven followed him. He shall rule them with a rod of iron. He treadeth the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. And he hath on his vesture and on his thigh written the name, King of Kings.
and Lord of Lords. He's coming. Folks, you don't hear much about His coming anymore because the devil's trying to squash that truth. Jesus Christ, our Lord, is coming. He said, be ye ready. Some of you have allowed the enemy to come and deceive you. You're not steadfast as you once were. What are you watching? What kind of stuff is going into your spirit? Psalm 140, verses 1 through 13. Satan fights anyone who is doing the will of God, and David was no exception. You must pray for Christian leaders especially, for they are prime targets for the evil one. The enemy has two favorite weapons, poisonous tongues and hidden traps. He slanders God's leaders, sometimes using the lips of professed Christians, and he sets traps for them, hoping to trip them up. Well, David depended on prayer, God's promises, and praise that God hates a lying tongue and will one day judge slanderers. Meanwhile, maintain your character before God and let Him take care of your reputation. That's where the rewind. Maintain your character before God and let Him take care of your reputation. So live that when people hear lies about you, they simply will not believe them. Psalm 140, verses 1-13 through 13. For the choir director... Psalm of David O Lord, rescue me from evil people. Preserve me from those who are violent, those who plot evil in their hearts and stir up trouble all day long. Their tongues sting like a snake. The poison of a viper drips from their lips. O Lord, keep me out of the hands of the wicked. Preserve me from those who are violent, for they are plotting against me. The proud have set a trap to catch me. They have stretched out a net. They have placed traps all along the way. I said to the Lord, You are my God. Listen, O Lord, to my cries for mercy. O Sovereign Lord, my strong Savior, You protected me on the day of battle. Lord, do not give in to their evil desires. Do not let their evil schemes succeed, O God. Let my enemies be destroyed by the very evil they have planned for me. Let burning coals fall down on their heads, or throw them into the fire, or into deep pits from which they can't escape. Don't let liars prosper here in our land. Cause disaster to fall with great force on the violet. But I know the Lord will surely help those they persecute. He will maintain the rights of the poor. Surely the godly are praising your name, for they will live in your presence. Proverbs chapter 30, verse 17. The eye that mocks a father and despises a mother will be plucked out by ravens of the valley and eaten by vultures. <laughs> 